Dane Young here, joined by Jim Donnan and Georgia women's head tennis coach Jeff Wallace. More than 800 victories and counting on that resume. Six national championships, 20 SEC titles, and coach 41 All-Americans who were named All-American 118 times. I guess that means I'm getting old, right? It seemed to be like the perfect time to retire. I'll tell you what. Thank, thank you for that introduction, though, and it's great to be here with you, Jim. Yeah, we uh, don't want to talk too much about retiring until you have that last match, Coach. So, uh, But certainly a tremendous legacy here and uh, how much I enjoyed our friendship when I was coaching here and throughout the years uh, following you and being involved with the women. Uh, you made me always feel at home over there. And uh, I just know that this is a, a very big time in uh, your career. Every year you want to build up for the – championship uh, a big win over texas a&m to finish out the regular season and and now you're in a situation that win an sec tournament but now you're in the, the big big kahuna here so tell us about where you stand and your match uh friday against the oklahoma sooners my old team out there but i, I told uh, the ad i said i can't pull for the sooners against the, the dogs we got to go for the dogs here there you go. Absolutely. And yeah, Jim, I've always appreciated our friendship and uh, all the times you spent over at the courts uh, watching the team and uh, encouraging me and, and all of our conversations and talks. Uh, so appreciate it. But yeah, this team, it's uh, it's been an end, uh, exciting end to the regular season and winning the uh, conference tournament, I think, has given us a lot of confidence. And uh, we're the number three ranked team in the country. We were seated fourth at the NCAA tournament. We've won our first two rounds, just had a great win over Florida State. And this Friday night at 5 o'clock, uh, hopefully in front of a capacity crowd, we're going to be playing Oklahoma State. They've got a great team. We actually played them earlier in the year at the national team indoors, and it was a super close match. We ended up winning, but it was a battle. And this is the, the exact same team that they have that actually got to the finals of the NCAAs last year. So they've got a lot of experience, and, uh, you know, they're going to come in and, and certainly be ready to, uh, to, to play in front of a big crowd. Um, a future school that's going to be in the SEC. So, uh, you know, they're going to come in and bring it. It's going to be an exciting match. And, uh, you know, I really like where our team's at. Our, our doubles has been a little bit up and down through the season, but I feel like we're trending there in the right direction. I think at this point in time in the season, getting that doubles point, getting that 1-0 lead is really huge. Uh, most of these top teams, when they play each other, it's pretty hard to get four singles. It can be done, but, you know, getting three a lot, that, that seems to be what happens. So a lot of times the match is determined by that doubles point. Yeah, you're down to a situation. If you win this match, you're in the uh, last eight in the country and you go down to uh, Lake Nona in Orlando and play. But give us a little insight into your uh, your squad as far as the makeup, seniors, younger players, and uh, where, where it looks uh, – you know, some of your strengths and how you feel about uh, going into this Oklahoma match. Yeah, I'll tell you what, um, our oldest players, our fifth-year senior, Meg Kozlowski, and Meg's had just an amazing career here at Georgia from her freshman year where we pretty much won everything. We won the national team mm -hmm. indoors with her as a freshman. She was playing number six singles for us, and, uh, and she's worked her way all through the lineup, both in singles and doubles, and really has had an outstanding fifth-year for us has given us great leadership and uh she's one of those players where when you put the lineup out the visiting teams always look at, at her right away and go man there's our toughest match and uh 
So she's she's going to have a great weekend. We're excited. Uh, Leah Moss, also a senior. She's our number one single player, and she does play doubles with Meg on the three court. Leah's had a great year. She's up to number three in the country, automatic All-American via that ranking going into the NCAA individuals. And then uh, Anya Hertel is uh, another one of our seniors, and she's been in and out of the lineup with injuries uh, through through the senior season for her. Um, we've had, you know, two other players, Dasha Viminova and Mel Riasco, play up on the t- number two and three courts, and they've had fantastic year. At one point in time, I think our one, two, and three through SEC league play was like 39 and one. So we've really, you know, we've got a big plaque in the uh, pit, you know, courts four, five, and six that, that basically reads the pit where championships are won. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we, we're pretty strong up on top too. So, um, again, you know, if we play great doubles, with what we've got going on both in the pit and up top, we're a pretty strong team. Yeah, and one of the things about uh, being at home is that home crowd. I, I think uh, we're, we're, we want to try to build up some more people coming. We've we got a good base, but uh, tell us what that crowd's like compared to – I haven't seen anything like it anywhere in the country. Uh, you know, for the fans that have been experienced, it would be a great time to come out and see a match. And for the ones that usually are there, it's just an unreal atmosphere in it. It really is. And, uh, you know, I've always said that, hey, if, if you come and, and you watch a women's or a men's tennis match at the University of Georgia, you're going to come back. And uh, the environment's just electric. Uh, you know, most of the time when we travel, there's, you know, 100 people or so at, at the match. And you always have these super fans that are, you know, really loud and you get kind of crazy and all that. But players aren't used to playing in front of thousands of people, like potentially what we could have Friday night at five o'clock. Somebody asked me the other day, what's the largest crowd that you've ever played in front of? And I said, well, it was actually the 1994 NCAA championships where we beat Stanford in the final. We had 3,110 people. And they said, well, let's break that record Friday night. And I said, that sounds like a great idea. So we're hoping for an absolute massive crowd. And it would just be thrilling if we could actually break that record. Well, they owe it to you for after 38 years as send-off for you. Uh, it's got to be kind of bittersweet knowing this is going to be your last match uh, coaching the dogs. And uh, just uh, I know you feel good about uh, where you've left it in hands of uh, Drake Bernstein, one of your, your guys has been a loyal assistant, played at Georgia. And uh, just say a couple words about Drake. Yeah, I mean, you know, Drake has just done so many great things. He played here at Georgia. He was on a national championship team here at Georgia. Grew up just down the road in Winder. Um, Grew up playing tennis here. I played a lot of sports with my son growing up. I mean, he's like part of the family. And being my assistant for 11 years, I mean, he's done such a phenomenal job. And uh, just very excited that, you know, he's going to be the next one to take over. It's, it's, you know, it's well-deserved. He's an extremely hard worker. The continuity of the program, I think, is going to continue to be great, linking the past players, the new players. And uh, I'm just thrilled for him and the the future of our program. Jeff, you mentioned your son. I got to know him a little bit this spring. Uh, I was the producer of TEDxUGA with the New Media Institute over here on campus. And Jared, a Paralympian, gave a TED Talk um, over uh, at Morton Theater in downtown Athens. So I got to hear a lot of, of the story of your family. To coach in this for 40 years... Tell me about the family support that came from that because they're superstars in their own right. Jared being a Paralympian, your daughter is more than a million followers in the fashion blogging space. Tell me about your family and how they've helped you achieve what you've done. 
Well, and, and also my wife, who is a Canadian national cross country champion and is in the, her, her hometown's Hall of Fame. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you 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 have you get this job. And, and you know, for me, the, the first thing, the starting point was, you know, my wife being an ex-athlete coaching women is going to be a little bit different. And and uh, and she was so helpful, especially in those early years, just, you know, for me, understanding the complexities that's going to be involved with, you know, what they're thinking in certain situations versus maybe what I was thinking in certain situations and linking that together so we could be on the same page and successful. And then our kids obviously growing up at the courts and being there and watching match after match and even traveling some with me and in the, in the team. And, uh, you know, those were really special times. And, Interesting, you know, fast forwarding today that you you bring up Jared as TED Talk. I literally just got off the treadmill and watched his TED Talk for the first time. I was actually in Baton Rouge playing LSU. And, you know, I miss a lot of the special things that my kids and grandkids are doing right now. And, you know, part of the one of the reasons why I decided that, you know, 38 years would be enough. But uh, Jared's TED Talk was on mastering transitions. And so how perfect for me that I'm in a transitional phase in my life. Coach well, Donnett, you, you'll like a pizza this, Coach Don. And in the beginning of it, Jared says kids didn't want to come and have sleepovers at our house because they knew Saturday mornings in the Wallace house meant torture runs. We were all going running as a family. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's true. <laughs> Can you keep up with your wife on those cross-country routes? You know, when I was in school at Georgia, when we first started dating, we would do a lot of running together at night. And uh I was a good training partner for her, but man, you know, I learned really quick. I was a tennis player, not a runner. And, and then later after we were married, we trained and ran in uh, three marathons together. And uh, I remember the, I think it was the second marathon. We were running the Atlanta marathon and we ran the first half together. And I mean, I wasn't bad. I was eight minute pace. I think I ran three thirty. and she looked at me at, at the halfway point, mile 13. And she said, I'll see you at the finish line. It's painted me to go this slow. And she, she negative split the marathon, ran the second half faster than the first half. So that kind of tells you her level compared to mine. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So uh, finishing up here, coach, uh, give us the, the rundown. Uh, and certainly we got to win this match and you don't, you don't want to uh, put the cart before the horse, but Explain what's ahead of us uh, nationally if we are able to win this match and what, what we've got to do to continue to, to go after the national championship. Well, I mean, look, anytime, you know, as, as a coach and, and you being an amazing coach yourself, you, you know you're just thinking about this next match in, in Oklahoma and that's where you want all your focus and attention to be. But, you know, we're in the Sweet 16 right now. And, and, you know, if we're fortunate enough to get through this and, and get to that elite eight, um, the highest seed that we potentially could play would be Michigan. And, and they've had a, a, obviously a fantastic year and, and uh, that'd be a quarterfinal match. Obviously they have work to do too. And, you know, North Carolina is the number one seed. NC state is the number two uh, or Texas A&M. I'm sorry. is number two seed. NC state's number three seed They're They've all had great years. I think once you get down to that elite eight, it gets to the point where, hey, anybody can win it. Who's got the hot hand? Whose players are just bringing it? Who's playing with confidence? Who's not, you know, has the, the fewest injuries? And, you know, you know how all the things that go into it. But, uh, you know, our goal is to get through this Friday night, play one last great match this season at the Dan McGill Con Tennis Complex and then get down there to Lake Nona. And then after that, they have the, the singles and doubles individual matches uh, how many people do we have that qualified for that 
Yeah, our top three singles players got in and, and our number two doubles team, which is they've played one, two, and three through the lineup all year, they, they also got in. So we've got five players that will be playing down there in the individuals. Yeah, that'll be great. So uh, you'll be down there for a little while, that's for sure. Hopefully we can bring it home in your last year. But we sh sure appreciate you taking some time out today. We want to promote tennis. It's a great uh, – uh, to be a dog at this point right now, everything's humming pretty good in a lot of different cylinders, but congratulations on a tremendous career. Hope you enjoy retirement. I know I've enjoyed it a lot of ways, but uh, the, one of the things that, that you can always do to stay active, and I know you'll do that. So uh, we'll see you out there on Friday. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me on.